I'm Orv Kimbrough, Chairman and CEO of Midwest Bank Center, St. Louis's second largest privately owned bank. We are the proud sponsor, Form Focus, because when we dream big, we all rise together. Welcome to Forum Focus, the podcast construction forum. I'm Tom Finan, the executive director and co-founder of the forum. On Forum Focus, you'll hear the stories of stakeholders in the St. Louis region's built environment. They're working to create inclusive, robust employment and economic growth. Forum Focus is diverse, it's unbiased, and it's civil. We're talking today with Scott Wilson, CEO of SM Wilson & Company. Scott will retire April 1st, 37 years to the day from his start date with the company. Throughout his career, he's been an active, vocal advocate for diversity in the St. Louis construction industry. In retirement, he intends to continue working for a more fair and equitable industry. Let's listen to our conversation with Scott. You decided to hang it up. I did. I've been here. I will have been here 37 years to the day this April 1st. And I chose April 1st because that was the day I started at SM Wilson in 1984. Scott, I know that you like to play golf and you like to travel. You can only play so much golf, though, and right now you can't travel a lot at all. You and I have talked a little bit prior to this interview about uh, the work you've done in diversity and inclusion in our industry, and you kind of indicated that you would uh, like to continue that to some degree. Can we talk about that a little? Well, I, I, I do. I still have all the same contacts I've always had. I still have all the same uh, drive and desire and uh, uh, willingness to spread the word. Uh, it, it's kind of second nature to me when it comes to diversity anyway. So why not keep it up? It's, it doesn't take a lot of preparation or organization to maintain a, you know, a level of passion and try to make a difference. I don't know what that looks like exactly. I know, for instance, Ron Unterreiner is out there and uh, working as hard as he can to help. And he and I have talked about no reason why we can't work together sometimes. So uh, I imagine uh, I'll do just that. I just don't know what, what. Scott, what was your own defining moment when you decided that diversity was an important thing to work for? Uh, that it was easy to come by. Nobody had to point that out to me. It, we were uh, basically an all-white, uh, all-union uh, industry, and and you know, I've always told people I think the the fact that we were all-union and still are in large part led to the um, led to the to the all-white character because. Union members, in my opinion, were father, son, uncle, brother, friend, and neighbor. And and just by having said just that, you could see if that's where the bulk of the membership comes from, then it's going to stay whatever color it was. And so, um, anyway, those are um, uh, opinions I've formed over the years. I'd, I'd like to think they're true. You know, when I was a youngster, Granite City, residents used to pride themselves on their 
kind of it, it was um, kind of a sunset town, if you know what I mean, and was pr- and was proud of it. And so we we all talk like that. And I went to a high school with three thousand students, grades um, ten, eleven, and twelve, and there were at the most a handful of African American students. So that was uncommon. Um, same thing in college, for that matter. But when I got uh, just, you know, in the workaday world, uh, those things became apparent to me, and I never understood um, why it was that way. Uh, it, it didn't make any sense to me. So uh, uh, there was no moment that turned me, Tom. I think I was just born with, with good radar. And, and I saw a situation that was unfair. So how do we, uh, now we've got uh, the 2030 plan, we've got some, the Del Mar Divine, we've got some other things going with other institutions in town, and they're talking systems approach, and yet you and I were around for access and for the, you were behind the contractor loan fund, you were involved in the charter that was attempted. Um, and those are all interventions. So how do we get from there to a systemic approach to this stuff? I think we have to continue to force feed organizations and uh, uh, force feed force feed the industry still um one one effective way i think in the last uh, 10 years or so has been certain owners willingness to pay to play you know before owners would say hey uh we want this much diversity in a project and they'd say it because someone else probably told them to say it it became popular i think to ask for diversity but And all you had to do was show best faith effort, which meant nothing. You didn't have to try real hard to show best faith effort, which meant the needle was never going to move. And one of the reasons the needle was never going to move is because who's going to pay for that inclusion? Because initially, if you just ask for it and tell contractors, hey, give us more diversity and and the diversity isn't there in large enough quantity there's going to be a price to pay and finally uh, a number of years ago certain big owners said all right we'll pay to play and that began to make a difference in my opinion where if you're going to you know this is a really competitive industry and margins are tight so you're saying to the contractors hey get us a certain amount of diversity. If it costs you more money, that's too bad. It costs you more money. No way. Uh, No way was there enough money laying around to just be a good guy and do that. But if the owner says, okay, fine, use my pocketbook, that makes a big difference. We'll continue our interview with Scott Wilson after this message from the forum. Tell me how you're doing. Dime como estas. COVID-19 caught everybody flat-footed, bringing our country to an economic halt. Even in construction, where we're considered essential, 
We are all walking on financial pins and needles. How do we pay our bills? Take care of our families? It's a constant grind. There are resources available. From juggling bills to help in building a strategy to make it through. For resources, go to tellmehowstl.com. We'll continue now with our interview with diversity champion Scott Wilson, CEO of SM Wilson Company. Scott has announced that he'll be retiring on April 1st. Scott, you've been working on diversity for over 30 years in our industry. If you had to give us a report card, what grade would you give us? Oh, gosh, Tom, we're... Oh boy, I you know I don't even know what measure to use because because we don't we don't we we know it's greater. Certainly, the awareness is greater. The numbers must be greater, but I can't prove it. Um, I don't. Scott, in terms of workforce diversity, we've seen hits, misses, and a lot of finger pointing in our careers. What do you think it's going to take to change things? Well, I suppose uh, to, to to quit quit creating excuses because it's easy. Even in our conversation, I would tell you sometimes it appeared as though it might have been it might have been the trade unions, but the trade unions don't go out and cr- recruit, right? They mostly uh, uh, they mostly meet demand. If the contractors aren't demanding. Uh, a more inclusive workforce, then why pro- why provide it just for the hell of it? It won't happen. How can we help to create more viable, successful minority contractors? Well, uh, I think the biggest issue has always been that the minority businesses are undercapitalized. And, you know, we've tried to meet that need through the CLF and other uh other organizations, I, I don't know that it's been very effective. Um, but uh, across the board, it appears as though there's a capital issue. Um, and now couple that with the fact that we all sign pay when paid contracts. And you take uh, a general contractor who gets sideways with his owner just a little bit for reasons of his own and doesn't pay his subcontractors in 30 or 60 days and you take fragile businesses and just you know explode them uh, by not paying them and that that's an industry thing i think that's something that ron unterreiner's been all over and i've never understood myself why don't we why don't we come up with a with a with a rock solid payment plan but again we rely on the contract uh, to tell us what to do. And the contract becomes the ultimate excuse for some really bad behavior, uh, intentional and unintentional. Um, and that's the, that's the biggest difference I've made is awareness. And it came early on. And, and uh, just the belief that whatever system I came into back in 1984 was wildly lopsided. And, and the, it's the why of it. Why is it so lopsided? And what are we going to do about it? You've been listening to our conversation with Scott Wilson, 
CEO of SM Wilson and Company. Scott will retire April 1st. We hope you'll join us next time on Forum Focus for more stories of people who are helping to create inclusive, robust employment and economic growth in our region. I'm your host, Tom Finan.